Novel Open Audio, the podcast that connects the Novel user community with what's going on inside and around the Novel universe. Welcome to Novell Open Audio. I'm your host, Aaron Quill. And I'm David Mayer. And today we're going to talk about a brand new product called Novell File Reporter. On the line, we have Sophia Germanides, who is the product marketing manager for this product. Sophie, good afternoon. Hey, Aaron, Dave. Good to be here. Good to have you back on the show. Welcome. And once again, we have the director of engineering for this, David Condry. David, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So, Novell File Reporter, I know absolutely nothing about this product, so you guys are going to have to kind of start from scratch on this. What is it? It's a brand new product that we think customers are going to go crazy over. The big customer problem right now with file storage is that files are just growing in volume tremendously, you know, exponentially, really. The growth of file storage, both in terms of volume and in terms of hardware and expense, is one of the hugest consumers of budget in infrastructure and in IT organizations. And when you talk to administrators or data center managers, they know that their file storage picture is chaos. They'd like it to look a lot nicer, be more organized, be more efficient, but they don't even know where to start. And with Novell File Reporter, what we have here is a solution for them, a way for them to get a handle on the chaos of their file storage. It is an assessment tool, but even more than an assessment tool, it's an analysis tool. Immensely scalable, it can go across the entire storage infrastructure and report back on the status of that organization's file storage, where the storage hogs are, how much data is old. David is going to be able to tell you in great detail about the types of reports that Novell File Reporter can get back to you. But from a high level, it is the first reporting tool of its kind at the scalability that it has to give a customer a picture of what's really happening in their file storage. So David, then tell us about what platforms this is supported on. That's one of the biggest wins we think related to this technology is the fact that it is cross-platform. And for many listeners out there, they're thinking, well, okay, so it's going to run on Linux and NetWare. But besides OES and NetWare, we've got straight Linux and we have Windows deliverable. And the infrastructure itself can run on Windows. There are a couple of components to the offering. And it's kind of a pick and choose your platform in terms of where you want to run and how you want to dispatch work. Now, when you say it supports Windows, does that include like all the way back to Windows 2000 or 2003? Or We're running off of an AD infrastructure within Windows. So if the file system is connected to an AD infrastructure, we're talking about server platforms, Windows 2003, 2008, basically any NTFS-based file system that's connected to those server platforms is supported. Let's take a second to actually run through what this is going to be like if we deploy it in an environment. So is there an agent that I put on all the different servers that we want to report on? Yeah, there is. There are really three components, if you want to think about it. There is a UI component where basically you manage the reporting infrastructure. And then there is an engine component. That component can run on OES or straight Linux, or it can run on Windows. And we're supporting Windows 2003 and Windows 2008. Then beyond the engine, there are agents 
that are deployed, those agents basically are the ones that do the system scans on an administrator-defined basis. And those agents run on NetWare, to say Linux Enterprise Server, OES, and Windows, as I said before. Basically, administrator defines the reporting infrastructure using the UI. The engine carries those instructions out and basically instructs the agents when to do the system scans and send their metadata reports in. The biggest thing, I think, going back to some of the things Sophia talked about, was just the ability in a scalable fashion to do an inventory against your file system. And there's lots of little tools out there that'll hook up to a map drive. It'll go tell you, you know, how many MP3s you have. And, you know, while part of that's what we're trying to do, we're also trying to give you a concise but broad view of what's going on across all your volumes on all your servers. And having it do it not only in an ad hoc fashion where you say, I'd like a report on maybe duplicate files over here within this part of my SAN. That's definitely possible. But more likely is more of a trending requirement that we think customers are going to love. And it turns into a file system monitoring solution. Even though it's called reporting, reporting is an aspect of monitoring. But people may not get that right off the bat that you set these thresholds and triggered reports automatically run and inform you about things based on the ebb and flow within the file system, within the server infrastructure itself. Now, I got a couple questions for you. You mentioned duplicate files. So does that mean that it can see duplicate files on different file servers and on different storage pools and such? Yeah. So basically, you set up scopes. So you can say that within this scope, this scope may consist of this one volume on this server, or it may consist of all of these file systems across all these servers. And so you're able to basically get a full inventory of what's going on duplicate file just happens to be one of the reports that you can run. What properties do you use to identify duplicate files? Basically, based on metadata. We aren't actually opening the files and looking at content, but we are pulling, of course, file name, but also we're looking at other aspects of the file that come from the directory entry table and the namespaces that are associated with the file system itself to deduce that, yes, these are, in fact, the same file. And when you say metadata, I assume that you're also including stuff like the user that actually created that file, the owner of the file, and all that stuff. Right. So it's everything from the owner to creation timestamp, last access, last modification. You can start to get a handle on not only which files are used a lot, but which file types are used a lot, and maybe what the access metrics are around a particular file system. And that kind of leads into another program. We're talking about the Nouvelle File Management Suite. We're actually able to take this data and help model policies for Nouvelle Storage Manager and Nouvelle Dynamic File Services, which are components alongside File Reporter in that suite. So there's a lot of things that we're able to do with the reports in terms of actually mitigating a lot of the headaches that Sophia was referring to earlier. So we've briefly talked about some of the reports that are available. I assume there's also custom reports, right? Yes. Basically, there are eight report types that are available through the product. And in each of those, through the filtering mechanism, you have a chance to customize based on various criteria. The ability to produce practical reports, I think, is the most important thing because when you're dealing with tons and tons of metadata, even without the filtering capability, you're going to end up with tons of lines in a report. But when you put the filter in it, it really allows you to get more granular with your results and get you the practical information that you need out of the file system. And beyond what the reporting engine provides inside of the UI in terms of viewing the reports, 
we have the ability to export those reports, and then you're able to manipulate that data in any way that you want. What kind of targets for export? The targets for export are XML and also Excel-type spreadsheets. Very good. Now, when I install an agent on a server, of course I've got the ability to scan all of the local drives that are directly attached to that server. I assume it can also scan any NAS that it's attached to or anything like that or a SAN? Well, if the volumes are locally defined, if they're defined being owned by that server, then yes. Remote scans will be coming in the next release, so we won't be able to do remote scan in this release. So, David, we really are going far beyond the idea of just a sorted list of timestamps and file sizes. Yes, it may be uh, a little hard to fathom for some people. For the administrators out there, it's pretty easy, but to try to get your arms around the scope of what these administrators have been facing for so long, and it's just getting worse, as Sophia said, file systems are getting larger and larger. People are storing more and more. The files themselves are larger, but just the amount of metadata that is required to collect and the management of that metadata on very large environment, we're talking 100 million files on a baseline volume for us for testing, and then a couple hundred volumes per server, and then a couple hundred or a thousand servers, then you're talking about a lot of data that's just metadata that needs to be managed to report on. And that's what's been so difficult in terms of other people trying to develop something like this and us developing something like this has been a challenge and fun at the same time. But from the customer's perspective, they've been asked to really manage for a long time without having the right tools to do a good job. And administrators know this. Maybe management doesn't know it as much, but the former administrator I was certainly tasked with this kind of thing. It has to do more and more with less and less. And if you don't have the right tools, that becomes very, very challenging. Their budgets will definitely put it in front of a lot of managers. Now, you mentioned trending. Does that give me a way of predicting when I'm going to have to start planning upgrades? Yeah, well, it might tell you if you're just dealing with file reporter, then yes, it might give you a good indication of when you might need to do an upgrade, when you might need to purchase more disk storage, etc. If you're using it with the suite, then it's going to give you an idea of when and how you might want to restructure your storage to actually get more out of the investment that you've already made. So there's two different ROIs there related to that trending. David, let's take a second and actually talk about some of the actual reports this thing's going to let me generate. Okay. We've already discussed duplicate file, but being able to report just against data is something that we've been talking about a good bit here in this program. But maybe we need to turn things upside down and we need to actually report from the user's point of view or report through a policy. So if you have Storage Manager, for example, then Storage Reporter actually interfaces with Storage Manager to report against the policy. So I can say, for this set of users or this set of teams, this set of groups, how are they using their storage space? Or how efficiently am I carving things up for them? So you're not just looking at it from a volume or LUN level. So that's one of the ways that we think we're very unique in our reporting is being able to look at things from the other way. Other reports that you can run relative to that, besides from the policy perspective, is just show me my discogs. Who's consuming my space and what are they consuming it with? So I can get really a picture of what this set of users is storing and what their access metrics are as well. Other things that you can do reporting against file names, file extensions, access dates, creation dates, 
or any combination of those, you're able to construct filters that you attach to the reporting construct that really give you customized view to the level of granularity that you require. I really like the idea that you're taking a look at all those different factors because this is one of the problems that I've run into with internal storage policies. You've got someone like our sound guy, Scott, and myself. Both of us work with a tremendous amount of audio and video files. And one of the things that kills me is Novell IT has set up these limits of you're only allowed to store roughly two gigs of data on a server. Well, the problem is for those people like Scott and I that deal with multimedia files, two gigs is a joke. That's a single project that I might be working on. So I love the fact that you can see, all right, Aaron's using under two gigs of normal files that he's storing on the file server, but all these multimedia stuff that he's working on, that's outside, that's sitting in a different report or a different policy. We can see that that shouldn't be counted against the normal storage space that we've allocated to him. Right, and that's precisely what we've gone after with the suite itself, with Storage Manager and Dynamic File Services. And we'll talk about that more in the other program, but... File Reporter is the catalyst for determining how to construct those policies. I can't stress enough how important it is to actually look at the data from the top down, from the constituent's point of view, and model your data based on that, instead of just trying to decide how to carve up ones. Sophia, when can I get my hands on Novell File Reporter? Well, Novell File Reporter, as well as Novell File Management Suite, will be available in January 2010, so we don't have long to wait. The good news is that there's lots of material available about these products now, and that's because we want everyone to learn as much about them as possible, have the opportunity to talk to their partners or their account reps to get full information as soon as possible. Cool. Well, David and Sophia, thanks a lot for sitting down today and talking to us about Novell File Reporter. Thank you. Remember that Novell Open Audio is brought to you by Novell Incorporated. Most of our content is directed by our listener community. So please send us your feedback by email at openaudio at novell.com or by leaving comments on our website at novell.com slash openaudio. That's it for this time. Have a good one.